This is Armando Santos. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This <laughs> is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? What the f***? so funny about me. Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Barry Stump. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, bloods, wasteoids, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light him up. <laughs> it's time funny guy. for the Cigar Authority. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. April 18, 2015, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And today, Jose Blanco, the Rookie of the Year, with 34 years in the cigar business from Centurial Cigar, joins us to talk about the possibility of the end of his business and all the new cigar brands that are on the shelves. The FDA is about to drop the hammer. We'll tell you all about it. And I'm just returning back from the TAA. I got the Dirt, most of which I can't talk about. Yeah, what's Welcome, everybody. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week from tax-free Seabrook, New Hampshire, at our Seabrook Two Guys Smoke Shop. We are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live. Or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube because the jerks at SoundCloud don't like that we're talking about tobacco. Tobacco. They shut us down. They get the middle finger and a big thumbs down. They shut us down. What a bunch of jerks. Because we're talking about tobacco. Are they communists in Switzerland? Is that what it is? I don't know what's going on. There's no freedom of speech. But it's crazy. So we're going to smoke seniorial. Seniorial. Oh, good. You didn't add any extra letters this time. There we go. Um, And we have Jose Blanco with us. I have a seniorial here I'm going to give to him, which was a sample that he gave to me before it came out. And he gave me a couple of them, so I smoked them as I would. But I saved one for a special day. That special day is today because we have him with us. And uh, he's coming on in the next segment. But uh, let's uh, give this one a light and a cut. And this is a Dominican cigar at, at Hochi Blanco's place is where they're making it. And he'll tell us all about it when he comes on. But right now, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So we're going to give this a cut. And uh, I was listening to a... An old episode, because I was traveling this week, and I listened to an episode of our second anniversary. You took the pre-taste straw, and then <coughs> you coughed, like you do every single time. It bothers you. It does. Well, because I'm you, trying you, not to do it. I lifted the mic up this okay, time. Okay. But not every cigar gets me, but some of them have that dust, and I want to ask... I think, I think you draw too hard, maybe. You draw too hard into I it. I have been told that I do suck. Quite yeah. hard. So. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <clears throat> yes, you have. So what do we have here? This is the Vertigo Illuminator. It is a 1999 Beauty single jet. 
But that's not the cool part about this lighter. This lighter has two other features and benefits. Number one, how many times in your life have you been lacking a flashlight? Boom. This has an LED flashlight on it. Such as the Illuminator, right? Correct. Here we go. But it also is a double for a cigar stand. Cigar stand. You, you can just hold. set your cigar right on. It's got a little, a little groove, groove built in. Money. And the groove is on both sides. It doesn't matter if it's right side up or upside down. Here we go. 1999. There it is. All metal. Looks cool. It's slim Very line. slim. It'll fit. You know how yeah. some pants have two pockets? This one. This is if you This wear. second pocket is for the Illuminator. You slide it right in there and you're all set. This is if you were dressed up real nice. This is the kind of lighter you want. Because you want the high-end lighter that looks like you got some money. But then if you forget it, it doesn't cost doesn't you an arm matter, and a leg to It's only 20 it. bucks. <laughs> it's unbelievable. They make great, great products. I was with them uh, at the trade show, uh, TAA in the Dominican Republic. Uh, nice people. And uh, they're rocking. They're rocking. They're rocking. Um, okay, so um, let's get right to it. Don't do it. <laughs> let's get right to it. Uh, where are we with FDA and cigars? This was brought up uh, at the trade show at the IPCPR uh, Board of Advisors, uh, Board of Directors when I was down in Washington, D.C. The clock is ticking. There's lots going on. Uh, we are waiting for the FDA for a conclusion of how they will handle cigars. FDA now controls cigars along with electronic cigarettes and other things, and they made deeming regulations against us. Originally, the date uh, for premium cigars to be controlled uh, solely by the FDA was to happen on what they call the predicate date of a cigar that was produced after February 15, 2007. Every brand that came out after February 15, 2007 will require what they call pre-market review. Pre-market review um, means they want to look at these things and it would have to go through FDA to get approved to become a cigar. Sounds expensive. Expensive it is. A premium cigar would have to go through that review and will cost between $100,000 and $350,000 per size, per brand, to go through this review. In will take up to two and a half years process to be brought in. So you got to spend the money, hope it goes through, and then when it does, it's two and a half years later, you're broke, and your company is gone. Dentine, cinnamon gum. Just throwing it out there. Oh, that's what you got right off the bat? There's definitely a little bit of spice going on. Yeah, what spice is that, Barons? The spice that shall not be named. Cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. So that's where you get Which the, is synonymous with, with flavor. Dent- with dentine. Right? Dentine is a cinnamon is, gum? This is this is dentine all day long. So what happens here is one of you say a, a, you know, a flavor, and then the other one says, no, you're wrong, and then says the exact same flavor in a different way, just not to give props. Because that's how we are on here. That's how we are. Yeah. <laughs> all day, every day. So uh, take a brand that comes out uh, after that predicate date, and they have eight sizes, for instance, it would be up to $350,000 per size times eight. Now, would you think that a loophole in that would be, let's say, Perdomo. We used our Perdomo cutter to cut our cigar. So Perdomo, every single cigar that he has, except for Nick Sticks, says Perdomo. No, they're all different. A no, Perdomo. we know they're different. But you look at them on paper, it's just Perdomo. Yeah, but it's different ingredients that make up that They're brand. all tobacco. 
I doubt it's it. It's all tobacco coming from a third world country. How is someone going to be able to say that I don't the know tobacco how in the twentieth is any different than the tobacco I, in the tenth by looking at a name on the paper? Right. These are people in Washington D.C. auditing people, you know, coming around the world. So, but it's all, how do they know? They know that they only collected three hundred fifty thousand, and they want to collect three hundred fifty million. Or whatever they're trying to look for. It's, it's, it's I a, would love to be able to get blood out of a stone. There we go. But. So uh, IPCPR, CRA, and other organizations have pushed to have the date eliminated or at least set back to April 24th, 2014. April 24th, 2014, why that date? That date is the day FDA gained control. You can't go backwards, and the FDA says, oh, yes, we can. Oh, yes, we can, because at that point, we released what is known as the deeming regulations. And we would have to say, during that deeming regulations, regulations for some reason, what an odd date, February 15, 2007. Because that's the date that someone with very deep pockets said they would like. Who the hell knows? That's my guess. Uh, insiders tell the Cigar Authority. And we're not telling who these insiders are, but they tell the Cigar Authority that the FDA will not change that date. They'd said, we will not change the date. It would actually be illegal to do so. That date was written, and now it's illegal to change the date. That is the date. If this terrible news is true, um, for a few reasons, I don't believe that it's illegal to change that date. Uh, They made it up. Why would it be illegal for them to change a date that they made up? It wasn't somebody else that did it. Based on FDA, uh, we'll learn uh, the prohibition period where people wrote in and gave their opinions of this information. So at that point, we wrote in after that date and said, no, that date doesn't make any sense. At that point, they're supposed to correct based on the information they found. I think it's actually illegal to. Uh, I think it's illegal to set a date backwards. Yeah, from a they... manufacturer who already spent a lot of money building their inventory. Right. So that's what would be anybody a... that, do, that comes out with something new since the uh, 2014 date. Right now, they knew something was going on, but they, before they... that, nobody knew. You, you Whatever... can't change that. You can't change the rules in the middle of the game, right? Right. That's what I've been told, anyway. Uh, and this will spark lawsuits and um, disrupt companies and bankrupt people from all around the world. Not just the manufacturer in this country. It's going to bankrupt people all around the world and other countries that produce these products. This thing is going to snowball into a giant thing if uh, something doesn't happen. Uh, that is not the duty of the FDA, Food and Drug Administration. That is not their duty to put people out of business. Well, this is neither a food nor is it a drug. Correct. It is an activity. To understand the impact it would have in the cigar industry, look at companies and brands and lines that are on the shelves across America in the store we're in right now. Aging Room, the number one cigar of the year, according to Cigar Aficionado, in the free world, would be out of business because that did not make the predicate date. B.G. Meyer, the cigar of the year that we say was the cigar of the year, would be out of business. It was the cigar of the year. Asylum and brands from Tom Luzuka, everything from Christian Aroa and the CLE brands. Out of business. Atabay, Byron, Bandolero, everything from Nelson Alfonso, everything from United Cigar, Fleur de Lorraine, Garofalo, United, out of business. Everything from Robert Caldwell, everything from E.P. Carrillo, Fratello, HR, the uh, Cubanacan, um, for the second time in his life, <laughs> out of business. That He's out of business through Cuba, now he's out of business in the United States. Boom. Tortuga, Oravivo, everything from Victor Vitale, everything gone. that he did, gone. Hammer and Sickle, everything, gone. 
uh, Cro-Magnon, everything from Skip Mott, his whole company, goes out of business. Recluse, everything from them, gone, out of business. The people from J.C. Newman, who have been business, in business in the United States longer than anyone. They're the last standing manufacturer in this country. Brickhouse, Perla Del Mar, gone. Uh, everything from Phil Zangi, Debonair, his whole company. It's after that 2007. Gone, out of business. Jose Blanco. Out of business. Poor bastard over there looking, starting to cry. <laughs> out of business. You're making him sad, David. And the list goes on and on and on. If this stuff happens, you don't realize how devastating this would be. The winner of our blind taste test, LFD 1994, yeah. would have to go away. Yeah. Even though LFD. Except st- it says LFD, and you know, that's what I'm sticking with. No, no, 1994 is not going to work because there's no, a blend that's different. LFD 1994 could. So I expect a decision actually on this in 60 days. 60 days is when we expect to end up seeing, uh, which is like at the worst possible time they could actually do it, because it's right before our international trade show. Yeah, we're going to have mass suicide. Well, everybody shows their new products that will be illegal immediately at that point. So I have a question for you now. If they do do this in 60 days and they announce that everything before that date becomes illegal, do you change, does the store change their buying habits at the trade show? Do they no longer buy the new product, and do they just go for the old product? Why would you buy a new product that you know you can't, uh, they can't resupply? You can sell that person once. I don't know. I mean, one uh, thing is opportunity is buy everything you possibly can. Right. You know, there's going to be a prohibition basically at that point, um, and the retailer can sell them until they're out of them because the um, FDA is on the manufacturing of it. No, it's not illegal to sell the product that we that we already have. Um, it's it's like the boom that happened right before the uh, S chip tax happened that they exported everything into the United States, br- brought everything in they could, be, you know, saving the forty two cents. Uh, and the imports were dramatic at that point. Does that end up happening? Uh, or or is it possible to stop this before this happens? This would be the important thing, to put a stop to this before it happens. And, listen, it's already in their hands. There's no more talking to FDA. What can possibly happen? At this point, you have to hit uh, the industry leaders to try to go forward. Uh, CigarRights.org. Well, yeah, because once this goes in, the only thing that would be like a stay of execution is to be able to sue them. Right. Mm. So what they need is money. At this point, we've asked you in the past to call your congressman, do this, do that, and stuff. That's all past us now. There's no going back. So now it has to be lawsuits at that point that's going to take place. And the way to do that is money. And the only way to do that is through an organization that collects the money and does it for the consumer. Uh, CigarRights.org, Cigar Rights of America is the one. And all they're asking for is $35. If they get $35 from every person that smokes cigars... They, they got, got a, they got enough, and they and they can either lengthen the state of execution, go into lawsuits, win the lawsuits. It's millions and millions of dollars to to, to uh, have the fight that we're up against right now, and save people like this. So what we need is the FDA to hire lawyers that smoke cigars to tank the case. Yeah, that's what we need. We need something because it's uh, all the fun's going to be gone. What are we going to do on the Cigar Authority? Talk about the same 20 cigars week after week because there'll be no new cigars. What about a trade show? We're going to go to trade show and, and see the same cigars? Yeah. 
you know, it's just going to be a, a commodity. It's just going to be the same old thing over and over and over. So uh, now, what about a brand like Camacho that got that got bought? Does that does the mark? Yeah, I, it was sold to somebody else, and it, <coughs> and it hangs on, and it, it, it will continue at that point. Um, reasonable regulations. I mean, if, if that's what you want to do, but this is this is how about you just don't regulate it at all? That that horse has left the barn. That's that has left very the barn. sad. When, when we're talking about these things early on, and we're telling you to get into the movement and, and join the fight, and then it gets to this point that okay, now we're at the point of. Can we make it last longer? What can we do? Uh, that's where we're at right now. Something's going to happen. And it's not going to be good. No, and it's right down the road. 60 days from now, we're going to hear some, some, some news, and it isn't going to be good. It's not going to be like, you know, just kidding. You know, decided <laughs> not to do it. It's not You're gonna... on candid camera. Yeah, yeah. The whole country. It's, it's going to be bad, and um, I, I know uh, these people in this industry, and it's not going to be good. It's going to be the end of business for them, uh, we need your help. We need you to join the CRA, put your 35 bucks in, and, uh, you know, if they somehow uh, ask you to sign a petition or do something or whatever, whatever plan that they have, I mean, this is over my head uh, at that point, how to go any further than what I have done. Uh, I don't know what more to do. Um, they're going to have a game plan at that point, and they're going to need money to do it. And uh, we're not saying everybody donate uh, $10,000. We're saying $35. CRA.org, press the button, give $35. You did your part, and you can sleep at night. Uh, you Sign p- your wife up, too. Maybe yeah. bump it up to 70 Yeah, you're part of the solution, not part of the problem. And uh, that's it. I mean, it stinks. But um, on, on the good news of it... Um, Disaster chip. We talked about that. That it was. It went from a uh, four cent tax, and it went up to forty two cents. And they thought this was the end of the world. And it was a five year thing to see how well it went. The five years are up right now. And the good news that we heard there was they're not going to touch it. Everybody thought they're going to double up on it now. Oh, that's because what the government does, right? Because that's what they do. The good news is that um, they're uh, not going up. They're not going away. I said now that Obamacare has taken effect and children do have health insurance because that's state health, children's health organization, uh, that's where the money goes. By definition, we don't need it anymore. Give it back. As crazy as that would never happen. Right. And I know it There's still be, a toll on the Golden Gate Bridge. It's right. been paid for about 30 times. Yeah. Um, but knowing that that five years come up, I'm like, here they go. They're going to double up on it now. And they did nothing. So that's the good news. Is that nothing for another five years? Is there some sort of contract? You know, I don't know that answer. Um, but right now, the nothing is for nothing. You know, we're going to leave it alone for now. And, um, you know, I'm sure it'll go through at least through the next election, and then we'll see if uh, Hillary decides what to do. She's got a problem with cigars anyway. <laughs> She's never liked them. I saw a T-shirt yeah. that said, I'm not voting for Bill Clinton's ex-girlfriend's wife or something mm. like that. There we go. That made no sense. Bill Clinton's ex-girlfriend's wife. Ex- yeah. That, that's saying Monica Lewinsky was married, married to a woman. Oh, then maybe it's Monica Lewinsky's ex-boyfriend's wife. That's what it was. That makes sense. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. All right. So uh, that's all I got on the FDA. I mean, it's it's bad, bad news. Bad, bad news. And um, 
Joint CRA. Please, please, if you listen to the show, you care about cigars, 35 bucks, you're in for a year. And uh, we'll... If you listen to the show and you don't smoke cigars, there's like three of you. Yeah. You should join as well because someone's going to come after something that you like. Right. right. They're already doing it with soft drinks. Yeah. It's the craziest thing. San Francisco is taxing soda. They've always been taxing soda with the with the uh, deposit. Yeah, that's you know, that, that's. But this tax. is everything with sugar in it. They want to tax next. Yeah. So this is Barry Stein. He's off camera right now. He has to stand up because he's having his gallbladder removed in uh, five days. <laughs> and uh, he looks a little jaundiced. We didn't want people thinking yeah, that we had a dead he, guy on yeah. the show. <laughs> he's hurting. He's hurting. Uh, and you will not be on the show next week? I will not think? be on the show next yeah. week. You'll be resting and listening I'll in. I'll be listening. All right. We'll talk about you when you're, uh, when you're <laughs> not on the Will possibly show. still be in the hospital? If they have to cut me open, yes. If it's done laparoscopically, I'll be out the same day. Oh, all right. Because that'd be pretty cool. You could get on your phone from the hospital with all the monitors hooked up. <laughs> and move the wire. And it's time to light up our cigar. <laughs> you know, we got to light up. Turn the oxygen off. What are you, crazy? <laughs> All right. So, uh, all right, let's go to break because uh, we have him uh, right by our side here. We're going to try to get as much time in with Jose Blanco as we can. He's been around uh, longer than me, 34 years in the business. and He's a baby. He's a man I look up to. He has a young wife. He has a new baby. He started a new company, and he's older than me. He is the rookie of the year, and the FDA actually wants the five-finger death punch against this, the nicest guy in the industry. Wow, Dave with a heavy metal reference. There we go. Uh, let's see what Jose Blanco has to say about that and the cigar business when we return. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. 
In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Mr. Punch is back with a new cigar that keeps it true to his name. Introducing Punch Signature, a flavorful, fuller-bodied cigar from Punch featuring a specially cultivated Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper and rich Nicaraguan fillers. The wrapper brings the deep history of Ecuadorian tobacco and punch into the present with this new exciting leaf. You're not going to see that wrapper anywhere else in the market, so you owe it to yourself to grab one today. The new punch signature, true to its name. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Siri is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Siri from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Here they go again, blowing smoke right in your face. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. We're back and live from the Flor Dominicana studios at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast now five years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. With us is the oldest rookie of the year I've ever seen, and I love him for it, Jose Blanco from Senorial Cigars. Welcome, Jose. 
Dave, always a pleasure to be here uh, with friends, you, Mr. Jonathan, my good old friend, uh, Barry Stein, and uh, finally I get to meet the uh, his better half. Yes. And uh, we're really happy for Barry. Barry is uh, one of the most uh, passionate, knowledgeable guys out there. Sometimes he's outspoken, but yeah, yeah. Just it's, a little uh, bit. it's the you, way he is. And you don't say. That's yeah. why we love him. It's part of his charm. <laughs> Thank you very much, around so uh, before we go deep into into your feelings on FDA and what's going to go there, and I know you know everything about what, what's happening on on that end and every end of it, tell us about your cigar. Um, you know why you're so proud of it. Why did you uh, finally end up uh, going off on your own and creating something? Well, you know, a lot of people know that I'm fourth generation, as Horchi, my cousin, is. You know, our great grandfather grew tobacco. My grandfather grew tobacco. My father grew tobacco. I worked for Grupo Leon Jimenez 30 years. I was with Hoya two years. So in a way, you know, I, when I retired the first time, uh, after a month, I got bored in Sweden with Emma. And we got a lot of phone calls from uh, a lot of companies. And uh, I was good friends with Alejandro. I went down there. I spent two years. It was, it's a great experience for me and Emma. I, I'm a big fan of uh, Nicaraguan tobaccos. I, lo- I like to uh, blend with it. Then, uh, you know, when the contract was up, you know, we came back to DR. Uh, Hoji is not only my first cousin, you know, we're more than than brothers. And I said, you know, we're going to go on and do our thing. We spent seven months uh, working on blends. Uh, Emma did all the packaging, the marketing, working with the trademarks. Right now we're about at 305, 306 stores. Mike did a good job this week. And uh, we're in eight countries. We plan before the end of the year probably to be in 14 countries. Wow. I'll be going to uh, Europe to the Dortmund show and doing some traveling there. And I just love the business. Look, if I were to die today, go up up there, and the old man says, okay, we're going to send you down again. What do you want to be? You want to be a poet? You want to be an artist? You want to be a singer? And I will tell him, you know what? I just want to be a tobacco man. That's what I've loved, and that's, yeah, what, I, yeah. uh, that's what I like. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, you started a whole new life. I mean, you, you uh, retired, and the next thing you know... You find a young lady, you get married, you have a child. It's really a second whole life to it and not work for another uh, cigar company as you have in the past. But you said, okay, I'm going to start my own cigar company like a 25-year-old person would be right now. And you're not 25 years old. No, no, I'm 65. Well, and the, and the advantage I had with uh, Emma, a lot of people know that her father was one of the heads of uh, Swedish Match. And Emma was the marketing sales and director for... Uh, all the general products from uh, Russia all the way down to Macedonia. She had six years of experience, plus all the experience, you know, when we were at Hoya and all the experience now. She's been in the business, you know, all her life. She was born into the business and now directly working in the business 11 years. So she's she's very happy and uh, she knows she knows her stuff. Oh, she does. Oh, she does. You, I'm, I'm unhappy that I didn't see her walk in the door with you today because uh, <laughs> uh, she, she hits the road with you too. Oh, yeah. We yeah. were in uh, New York uh, a couple of weeks ago. We had uh, lunch with the guys at, uh, at CA. Then uh, we spent the afternoon at, uh, at uh, Cigar Inn. Then we had uh, a dinner with Jonathan on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, you know nice. how that went. Yeah. That was good. And yeah. we had a whole bunch of events. So it's really good and she likes social media like I do a lot which I think personally uh, when I talk to store owners and I tell them do you have a Facebook page and they say they don't have time I, I just can't believe it yeah. I mean it's 
You don't then have, they, you don't then they complain. Yeah, and then they complain. Well, you know, business is bad, and this and that. Well, business is bad because uh, you're not helping it out. Yeah, there's a medium for the first time ever in my life where free advertising. Listen, I spend hundreds of thousand dollars a year advertising, and this one is free. <laughs> How do you say no to free? Right. You know, and uh, get the word out and tell them about. Uh, well, you know. I'll tell you a short story about. Uh, and this has happened to me multiple times, but the one that really shocked me was last year. I was at Blue Jay, a smokes in Dallas, and all of a sudden, uh, this guy comes in and he says, hey, "Finally, I get to meet you." And I said, "Hey, nice to meet you. Who are you?" He says, "I'm, I'm, I'm top tank." I says, "But you're from Charlotte. I'm in Dallas. What are you doing here?" He says, "Well, I heard, I saw on Twitter you're going to be here and." Uh, you were going to do in a seminar. I'm here with a, my wife on a Mary Kay thing, and I, it came up. He paid the $30 seminar, bought three cigars, then bought a box of cigars. But it doesn't stop there. All of a sudden, there's a guy from San Diego. That uh, It's Tiny Tim. I said, he gets the same thing. Hey, finally, I get to meet you. And I said, who are you? He said, I'm Tiny Tim. I said, you're from San Diego. What are you doing here? No, we have a convention from the company. I took a cab. 25 minutes yeah. came off. Yeah. That store owner sold two boxes of cigars. If it wouldn't have been for social media, right. it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they knew you were in that in the area that they were in, and that's it. So, you know, what, what better thing to shout out and say, by the way, this is where I am today. No pressure. This is where I am today. I'm just mentioning where what, I am. What people don't understand is that, look, people think that a retail shop is easy. That's why you see what I classify uh, the industry in three. You have a tobacconist like yourself. You have a hobbyist. There was a guy that used to come here, yeah, opens yeah. a store, eight out of ten fail. And then you have what's a destination, like you guys are a destination. Mickey Blake's is a destination. Corona's a destination. Outlaw Cigars is a destination. Yeah. It's a different thing. But it's not easy. It's seven days a week. You've got to deal with a whole bunch of people. You've got to be nice. Yeah. You gotta be nice. When you, you gotta be. Uh, you, got, you gotta suits. be knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, be knowledgeable. Let's talk more about this nice thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you gotta love it. Yeah, you gotta absolutely. love it. You would. You would add a day to the week right now. Yes, if you I would. I would add you'd a day. Go, you'd go eight. I would add five hours. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. This is the only industry in the world, in my personal opinion, where you got ten guys sitting down. Uh, you're not judged by the color of your skin. You're not judged by your religious beliefs. Maybe baseball sometimes, especially up yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're smoking a $3 bundle. The guy's smoking a $50 cigar. Nobody cares. Yeah. Everybody is happy. Everybody is respectful of it. Tell me another industry in the yeah. world. Cigars are the happens. great equalizer. Yeah. I believe Amen. that. Amen. That's actually a nice way to say it. It's We're all the same. And the whole thing is we're smoking cigars and uh Guy, uh, you know, is a construction guy over here. This guy picks up trash, and you got a lawyer next to him and a millionaire next to that guy, and no that problem. Was, uh, that was Wednesday here, actually. You just described Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. That's the way it is. So uh, we have a, uh, a company out there known as the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, that wants to stop this. Look, there, we've been talking about that. You remember when I used to go to uh, Washington a lot? Yeah. I went a lot, FDA, CRA. Yeah. I'm a Sit right beside you, brother. Doing a lot. I, do, I go to all the events, and uh, I ask at the events, uh, how many guys are uh, members of CRA? I've gone to places where I've had 40 guys and 20 are CRA members. I've been to That's places where number. I've had 40 guys, and only two have been CRA members. So after I do my seminar, in the middle of the seminar, I ask everybody, is everybody enjoying? They say, we're having a great time. And I tell them, do you know 
that maybe if FDA has their way, <clears throat> we're not going to able we're not going to be able to do this. They go like, really? Then I said, but it, but it gets better. Uh, you're going to come into the store. The store maybe used to have four employees. Maybe the owner is going to be the only yeah. person there. He's going to have a book this size. It's going to be in black and white. Yeah. With the with the with the names and pictures in black and white of those beautiful boxes. And you're going to go through them, and you're going to say to Dave, Mr. John, Jonathan, I want that cigar. I'm going to go into the humidor. No, you can't go into the humidor, yeah. but it still gets better. Dave is going to go into the humidor. He's going to get the cigar. He's going to give it to you, and guess what? You're not going to be able to smoke it yeah. in the shop either. Yeah. So I encourage everybody out there, and I know we have this program has thousands and thousands of listeners and BOTLs and SOTLs, join CRA. They are the last line of defense. I've said it for years before all this crap started. Smoking is not about health. Smoking is about rights. If you can die for your country at 18, you should be allowed to smoke and drink at 18. Can I get an amen? Amen, Amen, brother. brother. Hey, brother. Uh, CRA.org. You go in there, you click the button, you put your credit card information. They're going to, for $35, and they may send you a handful of cigars worth that on top That's of right. it. That's they right. do whatever they can to, possibly, to, to get more people to do it. For some reason, the NRA, National Rifle Association. We're talk about that. They get so many, and why can't two and we? A half, two and a half million people. People ask, why is NRA, NRA so really strong? It's because of membership. And to be honest, Glenn Loop, uh, Patrick, uh, when Brian was there, they've done a great job. But we have to say, some people just, they're lazy. They don't care. Then when the smoking bans come in, when the taxes come in, they say, hey, what happened? Well, remember when we talked about this? To write to your congressman, to write to your senator. If you're a retailer, you should be part of an association. You're paying every single cigar you buy. You're paying probably an extra dollar on it for taxes uh, because you didn't fight for it. Every single one, you know, if you smoke a few cigars a week, every single one for all these years, you're paying for it. When it comes down to it, they're saying, well, you're fighting for me. I'm fighting for my business. Whatever ends up happening, just just so everybody knows that we pass it on to you. We're only tax collectors. But you want to know what's the sad part of it? And I was talking about it in the two events at Mickey Blake and – with our friends at Karen, is that my personal opinion, I could be wrong. If FDA would have their way, I, I project that on the first year, we will lose probably 30 to 35% of the retail shops. Yeah. And, and I think that by the second year, the second year, it's probably going to be 50. And by the third year, it's going to be a couple of uh, shops in yeah. In every major area. city. You yeah. probably wind up out of the three shops maybe with one. Yeah, yeah. I'm being honest yeah, about it. No. My opinion, I could be wrong. No, it's the end of an industry. It'll be the end of an industry. That'll be an oddball thing. You know, it'll be, you know, somebody smoking. It's going to create a lot of gray market. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, Barry will be selling out of a trunk. Right. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I learned how to do that in Brooklyn. <laughs> and, and you're going to miss all the, the innovators and new people that come into the industry, and there'll be no new brands. There'll be no limited releases. There'll be no uh, events. There'll be no tasting of anything. Uh, there'll be no more convention. There will be no more show. This show will not be, be exist. What are we going to talk about? Is it the same thing? And people that think it's not going to happen, you can look at the United Kingdom where it's now illegal to display tobacco products. They just passed a plain packaging law, same thing down in in Australia. Australia. And the the boxes in Australia don't longer have any cigar art on it. The box is a person with a toe tag, and all the bands have to be the same cool gray 2C. The fonts have to be Lucidia Sans Font 10, so every cigar looks the same. Yeah. Well, anybody who's been in Canada, look what's going through Canada, yeah. the black market. Yeah, so we're not saying this as this could possibly happen and gloom and doom. This is happening country to country to country, and now, right now, in the next 60 days, it's about, hap- about to happen to us. So you can sit back and smoke your cigar and say, well, whatever happens, happens, or you can try to be part of the solution. Try you to- can be part but, of the fight. Yeah, and we may lose. But at least you tried. You right. did something. Um, and we're going to, listen, I, I hate to be doom and gloom, but th- this is it. It's reality. It's showtime. It's reality. This is it. So, ah. Well, why don't we talk about the cigar a little bit? I mean, yeah, we yeah, are a cigar yeah, show. Yeah. We're not a po- political <laughs> no, show. No, but jeez. But, you know, we sometimes uh, we've got to get political. Yeah, and, I know. And, you know, I know a lot of people don't like to hear it, and they go like, why is he talking about this? Well, we're talking about this because this is our livelihood. Yeah. This is what we love. And more than anything else, <coughs> I've said it a million times, this is about rights. Yeah. And listen, you, you, you've, uh, <coughs> you've retired. You were, you were ready to go. You ended up bouncing back in. So it really uh, it doesn't matter if it happens to you. You're going to be fine one way or the other. Also me. I mean, I've been 30 years in the business. I put my uh, nuts away. If it ends up happening, I'll be okay. It's the new guy that's coming out there, these young guys that are coming in, these young people that are opening stores and just had a baby, and they're ready to go. So it's game over. I need to move my kid to a community college now, just in case. <laughs> my, my employees, right. What ends up happening to them? Right. You know, you well, what have... happens with all the thousands and thousands of rollers and growers mm-hmm. in Nicaragua, Honduras, Mexico, uh, Ecuador, Cuba, uh, Peru, Indonesia, yeah. all that, Republic. Dominican Republic. All the people that pick the tobacco up and all the people in the curing bonds. It affects and- more or less, to be honest, uh, more or less 400,000 people. 400,000. And the majority of the countries don't have HBO, so what they have is a lot of kids. So gonna, <laughs> you have to multiply by five. It's about two million people. That's, is that why they have so many record. children? HBO? Well, let's... Is that why I have all this? <laughs> I have the big package, the big... Uh, <laughs> that was a little too much information yeah, there. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> no hablo inglés. No, is that, is that what's going on there? Because it, uh, even in Cuba, they were having lots of, uh, lots of children. Lots of children. They're, they're poor and they have lots of children. That's because they don't have television. That's, yeah, that's your entertainment for the evening. Thank goodness. Okay, uh, let, let's, we got a little time here. We do. Yeah, we do. All right, it's time for this classic day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Let's go get Jose in this. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under. 
$3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Jose, you know how this is played? Nope. Okay, we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna read off five different people that are celebrating a birthday today, and you're gonna guess the year without going over that it is. I'm gonna team you up with Mr. Jonathan because you're sitting right beside him. He's gonna be a teammate. Why don't we do? Uh, the winners versus the losers over there. Oh, wow. Who are the losers, Barry? Wow. wow. <laughs> I think I've kicked your rear end more times uh, this year. Chuck's going to be on his own, and Barry's going right. to be on his own. So today is April 18th. It's the best of five. Today I have a TV show host and three actors and a cigar celebrating a birthday today. Okay, so the first one is Conan O'Brien. You know who Conan O'Brien yeah, is, Yeah, he was right? in Cuba the other day. Yeah, he had a great really? show. TV show host, humorist, host of late night talk show, variety show. They wanted to host uh, Conan on TBS. In college, he was a humor magazine writer, a rock band drummer. He also was a staff writer for the TV animated series The Sit- Simpsons. He was a writer for Saturday Night Live. He was born in Brockton, Massachusetts, Harvard graduate. Conan O'Brien was born today. What year? So you guys this is team my up. guess right here. I think he's older. I think he's older than that. I think so. He's got to be 50-ish. Uh, okay, you're supposed to work on this <clears throat> while, while, while I'm doing all that talk. He's new to this. Yeah. Do we say the number yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Would you agree? But say whatever you want to say. No, I think he... Uh, I would say Just say it right out loud. 1962. 62. We're going to say 62. We're going to say 62. Barry Stein. 67. 67. 64. 64. Chuck will get it because it was 63. You were one over. No, no. We're one under. Chuck one. is one over. We get the point. Nice I, try. I, 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 what did you say? What did you 62. say? 62. We said 62. 62. Well, I'm sorry. You get it. You get okay. the point. See, that was good. Nice. All right. And, and it was good for you not listening to him. That oh, yeah. Right. He, he, was, he, he was way off, the right? The key to oh. success is not listening to Jonathan. <laughs> I don't listen to myself. <laughs> okay, Barry Stein, you're going to be first on this. Today is the birth date of James Woods. James oh. Woods, he's a movie actor. He played a cop killer in the Onion Fields. He starred in Any Given Sunday in Salvador. His voice has worked and heard on many animated series, including The Simpsons Family Guy, Grin, Theft Auto, the film Stuart Little 2, uh, Hercules. He's also uh, Hercules, uh, my Hercules. favorite, uh, including uh, Videodrome, Cat's Eye, Digstown, Casino. You know who he is. James Woods, born today. What year? 1949. 1949. Wow. I have 1957. 1957. And we're going with 51. I believe you're all over 1947. Ooh. 1947, wow. everybody's wow. over. Ah, he's older than you thought he was. Chuck. Sir. Today is r- Rich... Moranis's birthday. Rich Moranis. He's a Canadian movie actor, Rick. also writer who became known for his roles such as films in Ghostbusters, yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, ah. Spaceballs, Little Shop of Horrors, The Flintstones. His career in entertainment began as a radio disc jockey no, in the no, mid-70s, no, 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 no. and he was named Rick Allen at that time uh, at three Toronto radio stations. But remember him in Strange Brew as Bob McKenzie, A. <laughs> And uh, My Blue Heaven, he's born today. Oh. What year was Rick Moranis Didn't born? Didn't he do the Little Shop of Monsters or something Yes, like he that? did. Yeah, the Little, Little Shop, Shop of Horrors. Yep. Yeah. 
All right, I'm going 1959. 1959. We're going 58. 58. 47. 47 for the point. It's 53. Okay, so we have one for Barry and one for the Jose and for the good guys. Yeah. Today is Eric Roberts' birthday. Eric Roberts, movie actor. Julia Roberts' brother. Julia Roberts' brother. Wow. Uh, who played a disturbing role in Star 80s. His role in the 1985 film Runaway Shit. Train has earned him nomination be. as Golden Globe and Academy Award winner. I remember him in the Pope of Greenwich Village. They took my thumb, Charlie. It's warm here, no. Charlie. Uh, oh, alongside older, Mickey older. Blake. Eric Roberts, born today. What year? Fifty-five. Nineteen fifty five. Nineteen fifty five. Barry. Sixty four. Sixty four. Nineteen sixty. Fifty five will take it. It's fifty six. Nice. So see they are winning now. Two to one to Chuck. We would have on the biggest losing roll. We would have had two <laughs> points had we gone with uh, the one I had written down first. I'm just saying. Okay, this is the last one. If you get it exact, you get two points, Chuck, and you can tie it. it. I'm gonna tie uh, it. Barry, if you get it, you could possibly tie him at one. You need two to win. And uh, today is the birthday of Cigar. Cigar the racehorse was American thoroughbred oh, racehorse who became that. the first American racehorse uh, to gain top-class competition to win 16 consecutive racing in the Triple Crown, uh, which the Triple Crown citation did in 1948 and 50. Cigar retired as the leaning money-making earned thoroughbred in racing history and was later inducted into the National Museum of Racing Hall of Fame. I gave away 2,000 cigars at two different races during the 16th win and uh, was at the winner's circle in both. Cigar the Horse was born today. What year? Parents, you're up. 85. 85. Oh, my God. 86. Wow. Wait a second here. Yeah, okay, go ahead. 86. 89. 89 is the point. 90. Mm. 89 is the point. Three to Damn. one to zero. And this classic day in ha- classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And just a reminder, if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. That's Salem, Seabrook, or National New Hampshire on your birthday. And they will cut and light a free happy birthday cigar just for you. So uh, we got that. That's how that is played. Just a little something to break up the monotony of the, the ho-hum of the uh, bad news of, of the cigar industry. All right. So let's talk about what we're smoking now, which is the Corona Gorda of Signoriel. Uh, retails in our shops for just over $9. What, what's going on in this tobacco-wise? Well, that, uh, the funny thing about it is that you're smoking my favorite size. This is uh, Havano Ecuador. The uh, binder is a Viso from Mr. Lee, and the two uh, fillers is from Hochi's Farm, from La Canela, uh, Potrero, and uh, Jacago and Gurabo, Piloto Cubano, and Dominican Corojo. Now, if you could just say that all again in English. (laughs) (laughs) Havano Ecuador is the wrapper. The uh, binder is a Viso from Esteli. And the two fillers are Piloto Cubano and Corojo, grown at Tabacalera Palma Farms. The Dominican Republic. The Dominican nice. Republic. Which is, were you born there? I was born in New York. My oh, father, really? My father was a political exile for 30 years. He came to this country. He learned English. He became a citizen. and was, was a World War II vet oh, wounded. Oh, my goodness. Wow. 
Wow. And he came from DR, Dominican Republic? Yes, from Dominican Republic. And then you went back later? When Trujillo was killed in 1961, we went back uh, in 1962. Okay. And you are a world traveler. You're everywhere. Your cigars are everywhere. Well, we try. We're already in eight countries. We planned uh, before probably 15, 16 uh, countries before the end of the year. Working hard. Just so the folks understand there, when, when a new brand comes out, a new, new cigar company that comes out, it, it's usually a very, very slow process. And you for five or six years, you do the country, and then you go to Canada maybe, and then maybe you go to the Dortmund show later, and you pick up something here. But you had so many connections, and there's so many years that were in there. You said, okay, let me... Let me, let me just go with it because, well, frankly, I don't have 40 years to, to no, build no, this no, company, no, right? No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, f- f- all my years working with Laurora and the, all the people I met through La Jolla de Nicaragua. And like I said, my, my, my father-in-law was one of the heads of Swedish Match. And Emma knows uh, the majority of the Western European, Eastern European uh, countries. It's been <clears throat> easier for us. Plus, with all the things going on in uh, the United States, you don't want to have all your eggs in... Uh, in yeah, one country. yeah, yeah. Well, they might shut you down here, and you'll be okay in the other countries anyway. You'll have something to go on. But it's 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 who you know. It's what you know is what this industry is. But more than anything else, I think it also has to do with who you are, the way you portray yourself. I I I think, and a lot of people say I'm very humble. I like to share my education. A part of uh, the success for our company has been going uh, doing the events with the blending seminar. I think, and I'm the first one to admit it uh, on interviews and also when I'm doing the, uh, the events, what has been one of our biggest weakness? Of course, we have to fight FDA, smoking bans, uh, taxes, but uh, our industry yeah. has not been capable of educating people. That's With the right. exception of Uncle Benji that's retired now and Henke Kellner, there's nobody going out there. If you look at the wine industry, there's... Hundreds of thousands of books that have been written. Right. DVDs, yeah. over a million. Tell me how many books have been written about cigars. Last one was during the cigar boom. I mean, it's, that was it. And that was the 92, 93. Away. And I can tell you something. You cannot imagine how much people want yes. to learn. And that's why I tell the people when, when we do the seminars, the owner knows more about cigars. The staff knows more about cigars. The consumer knows more about cigars, and believe it or not, it makes our job much easier. When people learn about why complexity, why aroma, why the balance, why the strength, misconceptions that people have. The, the biggest misconception that the majority of smokers have is flavor and strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have a mild cigar that's full flavor. You can have a strong cigar with no flavor at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. It's, when, it's like I tell a lot of people at the event how many people retro here, and they go like, Retro hail. What's retro hail? Yeah, yeah. Said it's not in hail. When you're, when you're just taking the cigar in your mouth, you're only picking up four things: or it's sour, it's bitter, salty, or it's sweet. Yeah. But when you're retro hailing, that's when you really pick up the strength. It said that's between two hundred and fifty to two to three hundred different notes that you pick up. Yes. It's yes. like when people say a cigar is sweet, but what sweetness are you picking up? Is it the sweetness of a milk chocolate, or is it the bitter sweet of a Godiva? Because when you, what are the things you pick up? A cigar is meaty, it's peaty, it's sharp, it's metallic, it's grassy, it's sweet. But when you say you're picking up spice, what spice are you picking up? Is it a black pepper? Is it a red pepper? And the other thing people have to understand, taste is subjective. Everybody in this room <clears throat> has a talent scale that goes from 1 to 10. I could go to the factory 7 o'clock in the morning, 
smoke a full body cigar and be at ease. There's people who have a 22 ounce steak and two big Idaho potatoes. You give them a mild cigar and they go, <laughs> it's strong. No, the yeah, cigar yeah. is not strong. You have a very low tolerance scale. And one thing that I do admire, and I see this, the, the shops that are successful, not only do they have a clean shop, do they have a great selection, they have a great staff that's out there educating people. Yeah, I think yeah. one of the hardest thing is when that uh, 22, 23-year-old college that his father used to smoke or his grandfather uh, used to smoke goes into the cigar. I think that's one of the biggest challenges yeah. that the staff has is to get that guy right away in the good cigar. Don't slap him with something that doesn't sell. Don't slap him with a full-body cigar. Go through the motions and educate the person. Yeah. If he, you make him feel good, you're going to have a customer for life. An educated consumer is your best customer retailer. Right. That is your best customer. And if they're not educated, educate them, and they will become your best customer. It is the key to success. Well, the, the toughest thing is you know, you've got somebody that comes in that – you know, their grandfather smoked the cigar, their father smoked that cigar, and now they're going to smoke yeah. that cigar. And you know what? It's not the same cigar. It's not the same cigar, and yeah. there's a whole world out there. That could be the wrong cigar for you to start on. Maybe your grandfather did it right and sampled a bunch and then settled on his everyday smoke, and that's the one he liked. But, the, you know, everyone's palate is different. Like you said, you're going to pick up those notes. So reach out to your local tobacconist and, and have them walk you around and show you some things. Yeah, yeah. Why do you like the size the best? Most manufacturers do. They like this. I know. It's, look, it's, it's, it's part of the things I talk. And you've seen the seminar. Well, yeah, yeah. I've done the Bennett, seminar yeah. with you. Look, it's misconceptions that people have. Look, I don't have against anything against people who smoke uh, big cigars. And it was something that a couple of years ago I was curious about it. And I surveyed about 150 people about the big ring gauge thing. Yeah. And the three conclusions that came up uh, were, first, it's a value thing. That's it. Value. Second, it's a macho thing. And third, you know what it is? It's an American thing. Ah, bigger is better, <laughs> especially in Texas, right? All right, we're going to go to break. You want to stick around for another segment? Of course. Oh, beautiful. Okay, when we come back, uh, I just returned from uh, TAA, and uh, I'll tell you uh, what I saw uh, when we come back. Cigar news from Bad News Barry, like we need more bad news. <laughs> but his arch nemesis is here with some good news. Uh, good news, Mr. Jonathan will uh, fight Rolls back. Rolls right off the tongue. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got the answers to last week's questions and a new one just for you if uh, you might be very interested in. Gentlemen, Chuck Morrison will get Debonair, Recluse with Tweets of the Week and lots more. Don't forget Old Fart Freddy. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing else during the last hour, <coughs> when you're smoking your Senorial by Jose Blanco, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll see you right back here with our number two on the United Cigar Radio Network. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. 
In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? What if La Gloria Cubana stopped at the legendary Siri R? One thing's for sure, they wouldn't have created Siri R Esteli. Discovered on a Nicaraguan mountainside high above the Jalapa Valley floor, this extremely flavorful Nicaraguan puro combines a Jalapa Soul wrapper with a bold combination of Visos and Lajeros. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar that's worthy of your discovery. Learn more at LaGloriaCubana.com slash what if and find yours now at fine tobacconists everywhere. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancata. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And Faith. The authority on everything cigar. Shake it back. In. Get used to hearing it. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake it back, gal. Woo! Shake it back. Do it. And we're back with our number two, broadcasting live from the Lafleur Dominicana Cigar Studios at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And in this hour, bad news, Barry. Good news, Jonathan. I, I wish... Um, we didn't go to commercial, and we had what we were talking about right. uh, while commercial. Uh, I'm with we're with Jose Dominguez, uh, Jose, Jose Blanco. Jose Blanco. I knew that was going to happen. Uh, <laughs> we're with Jose Blanco uh, and uh, talking during the break about uh, our industry and everything that's going on with it, and uh, it's intriguing. So uh, stick around, everybody. Got more to learn. 
That's right. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, we are broadcasting from Seabrook. We both had to do it. we got to look up to see where we are. Where we are, right? <laughs> We're here, and uh, where the hell are we? Where are we? We are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. All right, we've got to light up a second cigar uh, in this hour. And uh, are you good with what you're having? Or you yeah, want I'm to good. Try? I'm yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So uh, I brought some samples back from I know the which trade one show. I want. <laughs> well. I'm going to let Mr. Jonathan go first. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see where that's going. Is the seniority on this? I, I thought that's the way I would go, but I'll just put this over here because <laughs> <laughs> that's where you want to go, Barry Stein. Let me let me guess. Uh, this is where you would want to go. That's where I want to go. Now, Asylum. Ch- now, Chuck. Um, I'm playing debonair, man. Whatever one you I'm, want, you take. I'm gonna, I'm wow, gonna, make, way to make me look like the bad guy. All right, it's I'm going to go with this all for right. you. This I was going to pick for you, which was a sample, but I'm gonna, I'll am gonna hang on to it. You smoke what you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> but I, thought, I thought you'd be interested in this. Now, this cigar that I'm going to smoke from, for me, let me go first on this. There's no band on it. And somebody at TAA said, I really want you to try this cigar and let me know what you think about it. Uh, and I said, Can I see it? Yep. I said, absolutely. Uh, I'll let you know. And I got talking with so many different people, and I got so many different samples of it. And then I said, I'm going to light this up. You know, it was maybe three or four hours mm. later. I said, I'm going to light this cigar up now. Havana, Ecuador. Yeah, is the outside. Um, so I went into panic mode because I forgot who gave it to me. And I went around to each and every person. I said, did you give me the cigar without the band? No. Did you give me the cigar without the band? And I could not find the person that gave this to me. I have no idea. If you're listening, hmm. please email me or call me and let me know. But here's an unbanded cigar. I have no idea who gave it to me. And I went around for the next day trying to ask everybody if they gave it to me. And I can't recall. You have a problem with recalling uh, it happens to me all the time. Oh, my God. It's like I, it was important. I you, need to know this. You needed Jared with Christoph with you. I yeah. know. I know. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's Habano, Ecuador on the outside. That's For all sure. we know about it. And uh, I just know nothing about it. But I'm gonna, I'm, I'll smoke it anyway because I, I just can't figure it out. The one I was going to It has give, great construction. To be honest, this looks something maybe from Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Did he give you anything, Ernie? He could have. He could have. I don't remember. That's what happens old age. It, it's not coming back. It's, yeah, once you get over 50. <laughs> well, don't give me a cigar without any kind of marking on it, even if you're right on the cellophane or something, but it's terrible. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. Steve gave you this. Did you just write that right on the cello? And yeah, whatever set? it is. Mr. Jonathan, what do you have? I have the Asylum TAA. Nyctophilia. Is that what it's called? Yes. I've heard lots of things about it, but I, I wanted to smoke it, so I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, looks like uh, having sex with a with a dead person. That's, <laughs> is that what it is? Nyctophilia is a person who loves the night or darkness, and that yeah. cigar features a San Andreas wrapper. Oh, it's necrophilia. That's mm-hmm. the other thing. Of course, you know that. Yeah. And it'll retail for six to eight dollars. Okay, and what do you have? I have the Rocky Patel Superlajero Lancero, which features a hybrid Saint Augustine <coughs> Habano wrapper, Habano binder, 
and Lajero from Nicaragua and Costa Rica. And it's available in four sizes. Today I'll be smoking the Lancero. There we go. I haven't had any of these. And uh, Chuck? Yeah, I've got the uh, I've got Dram. Number Kinetic, four. Number four. Whiskey Broadleaf. Cigars for whiskey, it says underneath Dram. Yeah. Cask we- number four. Yeah, whiskey. We- uh, woody, smoky. Profile, rich, intense. And the strength. Medium full. It's all on the label. All on the band. All on the band. <laughs> this well, is I the thought, way to go. I thought maybe Chuck just had memorized something. Yeah. <laughs> and on my band, I don't have a band, and I have no idea what this is. So I, I've, I've compensated for that, I guess. All right, so everybody's got one of one because I don't have any more of it. So uh, if we're going to buy these things, you have to uh, let me know that, wow, you love it. And uh, Hang on a second. Let me listen to this. You already bought it. I already bought it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I haven't tried it. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, it was Perdomo that cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So we'll all give this, and what are we using here for a light? We are using the Vertigo Illuminator uh, featuring an onboard LED light. This thing's bright. You can make yourself go bright blind light. with that. It's a single jet, and it, it's kind of like now that there's 60, 70s, 80 ring-gauge cigars that are out there, I look at a 50 ring-gauge, and it looks small to me. Now when I use a single jet lighter, which used to be the coolest thing, it seems so small. Just one jet? I've been hearing that my entire life. Yes, you have. <laughs> but it's just one jet, but uh, good for pinpoint accuracy. Um, and these are the people from Lotus, lighters, and... Uh, they do a good job for the kind of price. You're talking nineteen ninety nine. Twenty bucks, yeah, nineteen ninety nine. And given that it is a single jet, this tank would qualify as big ass because it's only it's only burning one flame. So yeah, yeah, it it's probably going to last a long time anyway. So uh, this year you weren't a TAA. You haven't been in a couple of years. And yeah, you're, well, you're, you're a big know, part of it. Yeah, I, I went to TAA since uh, uh, I think like. 13, 14 times. It's it's a great. It was a time that was we all know. It, yeah, had had, it was, had it, bad it, points. Had bad points. To be honest, it's it's great. Uh, yeah, uh, they've they've come back with it. It's they always pick a great resort. Uh, it's a great time. It's you get to meet the top retailers uh, of the country and you, you interact. And one thing I always tell retailers. Look, if you're going to go to the TAA, even if you go to the IPCPR, don't hang out with the same people. Right, right. Go and meet and meet Dave and see some guy out in California. See what's working out in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in the Midwest, see what's working. Because at the end of the day, if you look at it, everybody's doing more or less the same thing. What makes what's uh, what makes you different? It's, it's the customer service. It's your pricing. It's the image of the store. It's the availability. It's the events that you do. It's the way you you treat uh, your customers. What a lot of people don't realize is that for the married guy, this is his second home. And for the guy who's single, this is his first home. Yeah, yeah, You've got to make people feel good. You've got to f- make people feel welcome. Yeah, this is a relationship business to the consumer, but the same way it is to the consumer, to the manufacturer, to the retailer, it's a relationship building type thing and that's what it's about there's a lot of downtime it's not running around like an ipcpr trade show where, where it's non-stop there's so much downtime but that downtime 
can be used for a very positive thing. Get to know the manufacturer, work with them, get get uh, special things going on. If if FDA leaves us alone and we... If you have issues, you talk with the right, owners. Right, It sounds like about 50% of the people that go to TAA are treating it as a vacation they can write off for their business, and the other half is... I would is say the, to- old, the old regime that, that still remain... It's a vacation for them, and they're still doing the wrong thing. But the, the new people, as they get in, are, are being brought up correctly. Nice. That, you know, utilize this for what it, for what it is. This year, um, uh, much like you've seen in the past, but uh, they've really stepped it up. They're doing a great job there. Uh, lots of legislation uh, issues that the people from um, IPCPR were there. The CAA organization was there. The CRA was there. They did this, all their speeches and told everybody what's going on. So everybody there understands it loud and clear exactly what happened. Uh, but they did bring in some educational this year. They had a keynote speaker, Ken Schmidt. And Ken is the brand visionary and director of communication for Holly Davidson, retired. And very They've done very, a great job. Oh my God, how they changed the image of the biker and the dirty uh, type of thing into magnificent retail operations and uh, people tattooing their logos on their heads and all over their bodies and a brand that, you know, and he said this can happen to the cigar industry. You just have to approach it a different way. And the days of the dirty stores and self-service and help yourself and not paying attention to the customer, that's what we used to do. But we learned that that's not what the customer wants. And they want education. And, it, and it's more than, let me tell you, the specs of the motor vehicle, um, that we have so many CCs and our engine does this and all the stuff. He says, no, we got away from all of that. It is a whole feeling of coming into those things. And a Holly owner is doing it not for the motorcycle itself, but being part of it. And that's what the cigar industry needs to do. And he crisscrosses this thing in a but wonderful way. But, you know, it's way. a good point because something I always bring up with the retailers because – because social media has changed so much. You've got the, the regular guys that are coming to come in and they're going to buy the traditional brands. But the, the new generation, because of social media and because of Facebook, of Instagram and uh, Twitter and all those things, I tell the people, look, the day that these guys come into the store and they know more about cigars than oh, you do, yeah. they'll find some place to Absolutely. go. Knowledge. I've always said it's five things that's going to make you or break you and a smile. Your pricing. You can't price too high because you scare people away. Yeah. You price low, you don't make money, you have to close. That's it. Your availability, with, with the exception of some limited editions, you have to have what people want. Yeah. The image of the store. Those days of coming into a cigar store and, and saying, I'll get it for you Thursday. The guy's going to say, that's all right. You buy a couple of cigars, he leaves, he presses a button. And he gets it in a couple of days, and he may never go back to that store again. The, thir- the third thing is image. The guy who wants a $2 bundle, he doesn't care if it's in pig shit. Yeah, yeah. But the guy that make numbers, they want a clean store. Yeah, yeah, Your yeah. customer service on a scale of 1 to 10 has to be 10. Right. And fifth, and maybe the most important one, is knowledgeable. Every time I see a guy that walks into a store and he asks the clerk or the owner, What's the wrapper on that? And he doesn't know. Mm. Can you tell me something about the cigar? And the guy says, it's good. Well, we know it's good, but tell me about it. You have to romance it. You have to know from A to Z. I tell a lot of store owners and staff, shame on you. I mean, if you only have 30 boxes, you can't do anything. But if you have 600, 800, 
a thousand facing, and somebody comes into the store, and you can't sell him a cigar, shame on oh, you. Oh, yeah. He tells you, well, I want this cigar from Nicaragua. You got ten brands from Nicaragua. The characteristics, the profile are more or less the same. Yeah, right? yeah. You just have to know about the cigar to sell the cigar, but they, they don't care. It, it's it's amazing. You don't you don't see that in the top wine store. You go into a wine store and you talk, oh I I need a certain set. To, well, we don't have that brand, but let me show you something. They're going to exactly. definitely do it. Why can't we be like that great wine shop? You can. Now you got to get educated and learn. And, and to be honest, and this is something that I've said, and some people don't like it, but I'm kind of like Barry sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's people that have been in the industry. 40, 50 years, they still continue to do good. And without mentioning names, how many people have we seen that have been in the business for a long time and the newcomers have taken away yes. totally the market for them? They're still in their old settings oh, with sleeping. the old brands. Yeah. They don't want to do events. They don't want to do dinners. They don't want to update what's happening. They don't want to do Facebook. They just are thinking that. Thinking of the old days, I'm the only guy in town. Right. People are still uh, going to come over. Those days, those are, days are over. Yeah. <laughs> if you think of th- during during the boom of the '90s, they're all gone. All those ones are come and gone. They got in for the quick ride or whatever it is, and you know we have it. Nothing. You can't get you get any cigar you want at this point. So there's, there's no more holding holding over our head. And if you don't do this, you do that. You want to hear a funny story? And this is something I ask to the guys that open up new stores. I love to do this one. Okay, how long you been around? Oh, I've been open for four months. Okay, let's let's do a little exercise. Uh, I just moved in. Tell me why I should come and shop here. You know what's the first thing they say? I got great prices. You know what my answer is? Internet is better. Then they go, but I got a lounge. I said, you got 30 guys around here that have a lounge. I got a good staff. Yeah, it could be a good staff, but majority of shops have. Tell me why I should come. You have to romance me. It's the commodity, the way I'm going to be treated, the respect. Yeah. That's what's going to make it. Yeah. Customer service. Or in, the case of, or in the case of Seabrook, lack of respect. Yeah. That's what people come here for, <laughs> is the abuse. Yes. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right? I don't no. know why you guys come here. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, uh, we have Jose Blanco here on the show, uh, and what an opportunity. You said that this, the cigar you're smoking is a blend that you ended up not going with? Mm-hmm. All right, so what about that blend is different from the blend you settled on? Oh, this is totally this is a totally different blend. This was one of the first blends we made, and like I told Dave, this was basically for the trademarks and, you know, all that paperwork yeah. and that. It was, uh, to me, this the cigar was good, but this was like maybe the fourth or fifth blend. It, it lacked a lot of complexity to it. It, it was very one-dimensional. So how many times did you go through it before you finished? Oh, we did 30 blends in seven months on this. 30 blends to finally come up and say, okay, this is it. You know, the one that amazes me is when I go to the show and I meet these young guys that come over, they bring a little bag, and they, everybody knows I smoke four or five cigars a day. And uh, <clears throat> uh, they tell me, like, uh, well, I went to you know, so-and-so country. I made the cigar. They tell me, and you know, the good thing about it, we got it in, in three days to blend. I go, wow, God, that's that's really great. And I go thinking in my mind, God, am I getting older or what is it? <laughs> settling. That, that's somebody settling. It's good enough. It's not anymore. Of course In any not. business, nothing is good enough. You've got to give it everything you have no matter what it is. Everything. Right. And then it, it still could not work. 
but settling and then saying at the end of the thing, that's why you see most restaurants go out of business and, you know, what is it? It's somebody that, that was a decent cook and all of a sudden, you know, now you have to turn it into a business and uh, this is good enough. I'll just put this much because my cost will be less and things like that. Oh, my God. So You can't, you can't look at, at, at pennies in this. And look, uh, uh, there's two things I always say. It takes 365 days to get a client. It just takes a bad look. Yeah. And a bad answer well, to yeah. lose a customer. And worldwide, when I travel, I've done more than 650 uh, seminars worldwide, and people ask me all the time, if you have to take one word that defines the success of, uh, of the cigar business, which I think applies to everything, actually it's three. Consistency, consistency, <laughs> consistency. There we go. There we go. So what are we getting for uh, flavor notes? We're all smoking something different. I'll go first because I knew I was going to ask the question. Right. So you get you go to a ball game and you get the sausage with the sausage and the peppers, the onions, all the gravy from the, the peppers and onions. Maybe there's some mushrooms in there, right? You get rid of the sausage. It's just the essence <laughs> of the pepper and onions that's going on He's here. a nut, right? Tell him. Very, very good. No hablo inglés. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go next. I have uh, this is living true to its name. It's it's if you can imagine like a really good whiskey that has that smoky finish after you take a sip. Yeah, that that it's peaty. Yeah, that exactly that peatiness, if you will. That's what's coming very strongly through this. Nice. Well, I'm smoking the uh, Supla Harrow, and I honestly thought it would be stronger based on the name, uh, but it's coming across as very floral. Yeah, and I don't know what I'm smoking. But um, it is full-bodied. Uh, um, is it possible it's E.P. Carrillo? It's possible. I mean, it's it's charcoal. Does it taste Dominican? It tastes like it's a blend. It's got Nicaraguan in it for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. He uses Nicaraguan. Yeah. It definitely has Nicaraguan in it. Um, it's heavy. Um, are you saying that the, the outside looks like it because it's... Um, it's kind of rustic looking. It's a, it could, look, to be honest, looking at it now more on this side, it could be a Sumatra Ecuador. And, and I know that Ernie likes to use Sumatra Ecuador. I was there. Wouldn't, uh, wouldn't that be something I'm calling after the show and saying, you hear this to me? Because <laughs> wouldn't that be something, looking at a cigar and guessing who made it? Yeah. It'd be, it's possible. I don't know. But uh, it's burning well. It's, it's, it's good. It's, it's smoky. It's charcoal smoky, barbecue-ish, barbecue-esque. Barbecuey, yeah, even barbecuey. Uh, so uh, Barry, let's um, let's go to uh, new cigars hitting the shelves and trade box. Well, each week we take a look at what's new to Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com, and this week saw the arrival of the new Avo Limited Edition Classic Covers 2015. The cigars retail for sixteen dollars and feature an Ecuador 702 wrapper, San Andreas binder, and five different fillers all of which invite you to savor the moment. I smoked it. Did you? I did the other day. Yeah, yeah. Much stronger than strong. an Avo yeah, usually strong. is. Had a lot of depth, a lot of character. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the following trademark applications for registration were submitted this week on the tobacco products, and they are La Aurora files for La Aurora Cigar Institute, which is most likely tied to the museum they built at the factory honoring the company's 111 years in business. Podomo files for Casa Montes. Used to have it. Yeah, that was an old brand. Yeah. AJ Fernandez filed for Requiem. 
Altatus USA for retro, and Arturo Fuente is filed for first-class hooker. Oh, God. Really? First-class hooker? Yes. It's probably going to be a new size of Opus. That's what I'm guessing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We going with that, man. Jeez. And, and, and that brings, brings the industry down. I believe. You don't have to say anything. I'll say it. No hablo inglés. I'll I'll say it. It's not not good for anybody. Not good for anybody. Uh, Well, she's first class. Yeah, I guess. It's it's not gentlemanlike to You know, if you you look at it, uh, unfortunately, one of the down uh, sides of our industry is that we have run out of names. Yeah, I don't think there's, yeah. there's, there's, I could have I no, 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 come not, up with something. No, no, no. I'm not, uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not related to that. Yeah. <laughs> but there I was mean, nothing left. You know, that was I it. know. I mean, if some names that have come up, I go like. <laughs> you know, I, I can see, like, the FDA saying we want to stop this because of things like that. You know, uh, I don't know. It's just a, it's a black eye. There's no need of it. I don't like it. But that's me, and I'm going to say it the way it is. Um, while it's uh, while we're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair, gentlemanlike, and that's not gentlemanlike. How to be more debonair is gentleman. Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a Debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, the weather has finally turned nice. We're going to discuss outdoor smoking etiquette. First up here is a reminder of being cognizant to the wind direction. If it's blowing downwind, say, and there's a family of five with their children, have respect for other people's space. Move your positioning so that the smoke is not blowing in their direction. Second up here is to not just discard and throw away your cigar on the ground. Find a proper receptacle and properly dispose of your cigar. Next up here is to carry the right equipment. You want to have a cutter on you and, of course, the appropriate lighter. As Jonathan and Dave have mentioned, today on the show we're using the... Illuminator. Illuminator, which would be a good cigar for outdoors. Um, I prefer something of a triple jet nature, something that can really sustain those elements. Um, Last up here, and this is just a debonair thing to do, is to carry an extra cigar. You never know who you're going to run into. Someone may ask, and they frequently do, what are you smoking? And if you have another one to share with them, it just takes you a step and beyond. It makes you debonair. But the question, guys, every single time is, are you debonair enough? Nailed it. How about the uh, the person that's not being debonair back to you? That is not blow. You're not blowing cigar smoke towards them. They're far away, but they continue to irritate you. What about that? What can? How can we make them debonair? Shoot them. <laughs> it, it, that's Give him more, a first-class hooker. Yeah, right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, or not. Bad news, Barry. What do you got? All right, we're going to start off with uh, some items that aren't necessarily good or bad. The first two, anyway. And uh, St. Dupont has released a new lighter called the world's thinnest lighter, and the light is just a quarter of an inch wide. Jewish State this week announced that Pappy Van Winkle is shipping, which is aged in barrels, and that seems to be a growing trend as of late. 
some really good news. Two Guys Smoke Shop has announced a 30th anniversary party where you'll be able to win a Mercedes-Benz and possibly $30,000. Excuse me. You are bad news, Barry. And now we'll get get into the bad news. Seattle, Washington held a hearing this week on a proposal that would ban all smoking in their city's parks. North Ridgeville, Ohio announced a ban on all smoking in city (coughs) parks. Sulphur, Louisiana, this week announced a ban on smoking at bars and casinos. And walking down the street enjoying a cigar is a thing of the past in downtown Livermore, California, if the city council has their way. The new measure would create a no-smoking area that covers the entire downtown of Livermore. And a vote was held last week, but that vote has not yet been made public. Live or less. Yep. And lastly, Summerton, Arizona, has made it illegal to smoke in all three of their city's parks. And that keeps coming. It keeps coming. The hits keep coming. What do you got, Mr. Jonathan? Tell us something. Good. Well, for good news, it turns out not everything is bigger in Texas, as Wiley has rejected stricter, mo- stricter smoking issues. On May 24th, the city council meeting came to a... May 24th? is isn't even here I'm yet. I'm sorry. March 24th. Thank you. The city council meeting came down to a debate limiting government intrusion between city officials and residents, and in the end, the vote rejected a measure that would have banned smoking where food is served. According to the mayor, uh, and this is a quote, what I'm concerned with is that we would trample on personal responsibility, personal choice, and the freedom that we've all grown to enjoy in this country. If we trample on these rights, which ones are next? Finally. Can I have an amen for that? Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody gets it. Somebody got some balls. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Scoring a rare victory for tobacco users is Pitt County's Board of Commissioners rejecting a ban on smoking in public parks with a 5-4 to vote on Monday. The deciding vote came from a reformed smoker. Commissioner Tom Colson, who finally echoed words spoken by many. Those words were that the government shouldn't take away the right to use a legal product. We applaud Tom for doing this, uh, and he's right for not putting his personal beliefs ahead of the rights of smokers. That's all I got. It's good. We got some good news. I like that we have some a good news segment. The, that was a uh, customer that uh, a customer, a listener, who uh, said you're always talking about bad, uh, but we're trying to get people involved. And you know, you tell them bad stuff, and maybe they'll join the CRA and do the right thing. Uh, but having some good news is always good. Uh, last week, we had a question of the week, Barry. Yeah, last week we asked a question that was inspired by our friend Steve Saka. And uh, he was curious, as well as we were, uh, are the days of strong cigars in the past? And should companies be moving away from the trend? 76% said no, strong cigars are here to stay. Take that for what it's worth. They're, uh, ro- they're wrong. I know stuff. I know I have information that uh, companies are moving to milder cigars. Well, I'll t- uh, <clears throat> my opinion, two things that I've... Uh I've seen, uh, especially on social media and uh, seeing stores, I've seen a lot of people posting smaller ring-gauge cigars. I'm seeing more people realizing that the name of the game is not strength, that the name of the game is flavor. Flavor. I think that, uh, especially when I do the seminars, uh, uh, with all the confusion that people have, confusing flavor with strength and all those different types of things, and I'm seeing uh, uh, a little bit of a trend of seeing people going down to smaller ring gauges. Yeah. Hmm. I think that maybe for the third quarter, the beginning of our next year, we're going to see a little bit of uh, people going that maybe were smoking 
70s going to 60s, people 60s going to 54, people from 54 going to uh, uh, Corona Gordons and Robustos again. And plus, we got to be honest, the cost of, of cigars you take to make a 7x70, it, it's 90 pounds of tobacco. It's, it's the, the way the prices of a tobacco are going, especially in Nicaragua. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. are. It's it's coming ridiculous. I mean, look at all the increases from all the companies. Right. It's, some companies in the last uh, year and a half, they've increased their prices three times. Yeah, and as far as it goes to the retail level, the retailer is afraid to raise the prices because <laughs> things are tough out there, and you're scared to do it because you don't want to drive them online and lose the customer. So we're sucking it up, you know, and, and it's getting tough. We have to be able to make profit to keep the, the doors open. So you know, talking about Steve Saka, he's been on Facebook lately. He's br- he's brought up some. Very, oh yes, he has. Very uh, interesting. Sometimes I uh, I put my two cents in it. Sometimes I I stay away from <laughs> yeah. it because from a manufacturer side, and I, I I mean, to me, Steve is one of the most respectful guys, sure. the most knowledgeable guys in the industry, and I think we're going to see a comeback from him. Uh, oh, we, we soon, will. and uh, I uh, you know I wish him well, and uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, this week the question that we are asking is what do you pair with your cigars? Mm. Be it rum, vodka, scotch, bourbon, wine, candy, club soda, water, water, coffee, root beer, coffee, root beer. soft drinks. They're all there. Let us know what you like to, uh, what libation you enjoy while you're smoking back, a cigar. Back to the TAA for a second. Open bar the whole time, and they were drinking. Oh, my God. I, boy, it was. <laughs> It was a world's racket of, of alcohol consumption, I'll tell you that. And that's this week's question. Okay. And a question for you. Is there going to be anything new from Signorial at the 2015 trade show? Yeah, we have a couple of things, but... Uh, Any you willing to share? A no, hint of no, something? No, no, a hint. no Break no. some news, man. <sighs> don't no, don't say what it is, but give a hint so that they you, you get them hanging on. And well, work. we'll be making the Maduro, but we've been working a long time on it, but we'll leave it on uh, up to that and... Uh, We'll have a press release uh, soon on that and some other things. But more than anything, I think I think the show is going to be interesting. We're going to see a lot of new uh, a lot of new brands, a lot of line extensions, and it's come up to a point where the uh, the retailers are saying, "Well, okay, I'll, I'll bring it in, but what am I going to what, what am I get rid of? What am I going to get rid of?" Yeah. Because uh, I think, to be honest, I think it's too much. Yeah. My personal opinion. I'm not going to name companies, but there was a couple of companies last year that they had eight different. Eight different brands. I saw so one many with, with fifteen new front marks. It was like I mean, like uh, come on, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. There's no place to. Put it. I don't know. I think maybe a question that you uh, uh, could bring up for the. Uh, I would be really uh, thrilled uh, to see the uh, the answer on that one is uh, to consumers. How much confusion with all the uh, line extensions and all the things that uh, companies come out with? How much can a the average consumer really you know, retain to really come up with. I mean, we we, we had a um, um, a seminar for United Cigar just last week on that of um, a retailer taking a big footprint of a brand and actually cutting the footprint down dramatically, and the sales increased because there was too much confusion. It wasn't what was supposed to happen, but that's exactly what happened. And I did a lot of investigation on it, and it, it is a confusion factor that ends up happening. The person uh, sees all of it, doesn't know which one to do, and actually chooses a totally different line because they have any, actually too many front locks. And this has been done through um, ice cream, you know, 32 flavors of Baskin-Robbins type of thing, as opposed to somebody else that has chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry, and they actually sell more. 
um, and lots of different things like that. So there is a confusing factor. Uh, but I believe that the reason why this is happening is people are hoping that that day changes on there, and they're going to get as much things out as possible to actually save on FDA, you know, if it's going to be $300,000 per size or something like that, get it out. So they're looking to get things out on the marketplace uh, before those regulations take effect. Um, but the, the fact of the matter is uh, I'm saying the same thing to manufacturers as they're saying, oh, we have the new line of it. Which one in your line would you like us to get rid of, the slowest mover, or what do you want us to do? Because uh, if I take it on, something has to go. Of course. Yeah. So that's where we're at when, uh, when it comes to that. Right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum with news from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. It's the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. <clears throat> Somewhere in western Germany, someone got, has got to be kicking themselves for forgetting the existence of a loved one. In 2007, the corpse of a deceased German man was discovered alone in bed nearly seven years after the man supposedly passed away. Police in the German city of Assan said that the man was 59 years old when he died, inferring the man had passed some time near the turn of the century, November 30th uh, in the year 2000, is the projected date for the man's death. Uh, he was single, unemployed when he died, and the moral of this story is no matter how much you hate your boss or your wife, at least one of them would report you missing. <laughs> right, Dave? Yeah, nobody was saying he was gone. That's insane. That's asylum. You see me, he didn't have a lot of friends. Right. <laughs> if he was a cigar smoker, he would have had a lot of them. Right? <laughs> Absolutely true. All right, we're up against a break. Uh, when we come back, I'm giving away a new Mercedes-Benz, $30,000 or both, and I'll tell you how to get it. We'll go through our calendar of upcoming events and interviews uh, right here on the Cigar Authority. Old Five Freddy, the Tweets of the Week. When we return, we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Savor this moment. The sparks of conversation. The anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf. Graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. 
Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at avo.com. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. I. What does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a dwarf. Uh, A little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? 
Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. And we're back live from the Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Old Fat Freddy standing by, and we're going to look to our calendar of events, of interviews and things like that. With us, Jose Blanco from Senorial Cigars. And uh, if you could only hear what we're talking about during the breaks... Um, well, so, some of that really doesn't belong on the air. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. He, That's the best part. You know this industry. You know this industry backwards and forwards. 34 years. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yeah, 34 years in it. And, 47 uh, smoking. 47 smoking. Wow. Wow, you're only 48. That's there we go. That's pretty good. 47 years smoking. Two more years, we'll have a big party. And smoke some cigars. That's what we do. So I'm going to look to my calendar right now. Uh, next week, it's Avo Day here at the Seabrook store. They're going to do a, a big event, Save of the Moment. And uh, very interesting, uh, the things Davidoff has been doing uh, with that company, really changing what an event is. Uh, uh, glad to see events. I'll tell you something. Uh, to Hans Christensen, he has done a remarkable job. He is taking uh, Davidoff to the... Uh to the next level. Everybody knows how close I am with Hanky. I think if I were to pick uh, the most knowledgeable guy in the overall industry from C to the final yeah. product, in my opinion, it would be Hanky. I remember when I used to be at La Aurora, I would spend like a whole morning with him. I learned so much with him, with him, Eladio, and uh, the way Davidoff works and the way they're they're looking at things, it's... Uh, They've turned that company All around. Right. You talk about education. Now Hanky's going to really start a tour around. With He's the in Europe thing. now. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's good. They, they see the value of it also. And uh, the days of the events of uh, just a rep standing in the store and uh, uh, coming over and maybe a buy three, get one free or something, they're taken to a, a whole new level. And uh, it's good. It's good for the industry, and they're doing a great job out Certainly there. Certainly is. Uh, so we'll, we'll see them uh, next Saturday here at the Seabrook store. May 2nd is uh, a day that... Uh, we're preparing for this is uh the day we begin selling tickets to our anniversary event did you ever come to one of our anniversary i've events? never been invited really yeah okay we're gonna have to make a change I'm gonna to that. To, i'm gonna have to uh, find out who the owner is oh really we're gonna have to make a change <laughs> to that this year we are giving away a brand new mercedes-benz thirty thousand dollars or both Yes, it's possible to win a brand new Mercedes and $30,000, so you'll have enough gas for the rest of your life uh, also. Um, and that's going to take place. Uh, you buy the tickets on um, May 2nd, uh, and I recommend if you want to go, that's the day to buy them. Don't dilly-dally and wait because this could sell out in one day. It has in the past. Uh, two guys, 30th anniversary. That's why the 30000 in cash. Um, it's a smoking celebration. It takes place on Wednesday, September 30th, 2015 at the Burroughs Function Facility in Ward Hill, Massachusetts. For your $200 ticket, you will get 30 cigars walking in the door, which more than covers your $200 cost uh, from big-name cigar brands, 15 different brands, two cigars from each. 
uh, a five-course sit-down dinner. This is no trick-or-treat walking around from table to table. This is an event. And it's a five-course dinner, 30 premium cigars, 15 different cigar celebrities will be there. Uh, Smoking Vegas Entertainment. We're not going to tell you about it, but we'll tell you about it after it's over. Uh, I think you're going to be wowed by the entertainment that's going to happen there. And a chance to win it all. You could win the brand-new Mercedes, the $30,000, and everything. Um, I would say um, one way or the other, we're giving the $30,000 away for sure. Uh, but if, if that uh, the Mercedes-Benz uh, is provided by Smith Motors of Haverhill, Massachusetts. Uh, if you're interested in, in uh, attending this, um, it's May 2nd. Go to any Two Guys Smoke Shop location on May 2nd. Buy a ticket for $200. Uh, I guarantee you the best night of your life. It's going to be a uh, real spectacular evening, uh, marking our 30th, uh, since 1985, our 30th anniversary in the business. Uh, moving on to May 9th, Phil Zangi from Debonair Cigars will join us. Chuck Morrison won't be here, so uh, filling in for him will be the man himself, the Debonair man himself, Phil Zangi, who will come up and uh, tell us about his new cigars that are coming out. Uh, May 30th, it's Roberto P. Duran, live in our Salem location. Uh, who's coming up there, Barry, from uh, Roberto Duran? Uh, Jack Tarano will be with us. Okay, so Jack Tarano is going to be there. June 6th is a uh, big show. Mr. Jonathan will not be here. That is the big show of that show. That I don't know. It sounds like a letdown to me. No, I'll no. finally be able to get a word in edgewise. There it is. <laughs> June 20th, Nesta Miranda is coming up for Father's Day Eve. And we're going to be doing a big uh, Father's Day event. Um, bring your dad to a cigar dinner or, or uh, dad, bring your, bring your kid to the cigar dinner. Um, we'll have more information on that coming soon. Building up to July 18th, where we all head out to the IPCPR and, and look for the new uh, Senorio Maduro that we're uh, announcing today. so uh that's what we have on our calendar uh of coming up things right now it is the best tweets of the week best tweets of the week brought to you by recluse cigars it's time for the social media segment brought to you by recluse cigars the cigars that were built on social media all recluse cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor try a recluse cigar today and these are the best tweets i saw all week i ran out of antidepressants so i'm drinking my bottle of no more tears shampoo (laughs) you know that uh, no more tears by the way if you get it in your eyes it stings that's a detangler i found out okay uh looking forward to the day that rappers are rapping about how much bitcoin they have what does that mean? Online currency. Oh, really? It's a, you wouldn't understand. Okay. <laughs> to find out your dolphin name, lick your finger and rub a balloon. <laughs> That's good. She had me at all three baby daddies are locked up. And the best tweet I saw all week, Johnson & Johnson is changing its slogan from no more tears to no more face. What? Yeah, I'll get that one. Today's social hey, that's media... The best you got? <laughs> was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled N2-bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. You save the worst as the best. Is that part of your shtick? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> well, the, the no more tears thing, and it gets in your eyes, and it stings, and we've all thought that it was not a tearing thing. When you have you, to explain it. You have to pay not... attention to the segment. No, it's just... You don't know what Bitcoin is. You know, I'm on Twitter every day, and, and to be honest, I got a, almost 7,000 followers, all 
hardcore cigar people, but I think that social media for some people it's just out of totally context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I got drunk last night yes. and my old lady threw me out. Yeah. I don't care about that crap. That's right. your problem. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan's bathroom habits. He usually puts that on there and that's uh part of his charm, he says. Uh, okay, mailbag. We got something. Uh, got some questions in the mailbag. You've got mail. We do. We have a couple. You've got mail. There's a letter in your mailbox. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. It is from Mark with a C. Hello. Do you encourage an audience for the taping of the live show? Yes. Yes, we, we do. We have one right here. Hi, audience. Imagine two guys made all that sound. Yeah, there's a lot of guys, yeah. (laughs) And uh, that was a quick one. So we got, hey, guys, at the Cigar Authority, I love the show. It's very entertaining and informative. I recently turned the guys on. I'm sorry. Read it before you come on the show. I did read it before, but it's not written properly. I recently tuned in the guys from the Cuba Fallout show at my local brick and mortar while smoking an Enki cigar. I must say, everyone in the lounge was tuned in. I hope this email helps to start a trend to all brick-and-mortar stores, cigar bars, cigar lounges, etc., to start playing your show to get everyone informed and entertained. That, my friend, is what I call the double whammy. And that's Rico writing that. Uh, I I was surprised to hear at uh, TAA of all the people, um, all the retailers that listen to this, which is good. I mean, there's, there's some information here. It's not all information but there's some information for that well the, the thing you have to look at is you know there's we all know there's a lot of uh shows going on blogs things like that you have to make it entertaining you have to make it informative you when you have the opportunity to you know have uh, the principles in people like to hear that sure but more than anything also the the educational part you you look into all the details that everybody that uh <coughs> writes in you guys are answering it's uh it's it's a polite way to go through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know we get a lot, and uh, some of them we use, some of them we don't use, and we just answer or whatever. But uh, you know, some of them are ridiculous. To, you know, I know I'm too big, and you know I'm overweight, and you just don't have to bring that up. All don't the talk time. about weight. Barry and I are here. Yeah, yeah. I resemble that remark. Here we go. You want to hear one more? Yeah. All right. The following message also was submitted through the Contact Us page. This is John writing. I wish you guys would spend more time talking about the cigars you smoke. The main reason I tune in each week is to hear what you're smoking and what you think of them. However, once you guys light up and give the initial notes, you forget about the cigar. I love how Jonathan makes up the most ridiculous notes, making fun of Barry, who I think has one of the best palettes out there. So we know Barry actually wrote this. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> the show is called The Cigar Authority After All, and there are some segments of the show I could do without, like the ones that have nothing to do with cigars. Anyway, keep up the good work. I love your take on Cuba, and have always thought their cigars were overrated. Well, those are our advertisers, and that's the idea of that. But okay, Mr. Johnson, what do you think of the cigar you're smoking? What are you smoking? I am smoking the TAA Asylum. It is very good. It's not as strong as it looks. Very sweet. Well, a lot of people think um, dark cigars are necessarily strong. You know, that's one of the first things I say at the seminar. Never, ever judge a cigar by the color of the wrapper. Everybody who sees a uh, a wrapper with a uh, with a, a, dark, a dark wrapper, the first thing that pops to their mind, they think it's going to be strong. Right. And it's not... Some some cigars that use a Connecticut broadleaf, <clears throat> some Havanos, 
do produce very strong cigars. But the majority of cigars, if you look at them, it's a medium to full, very sweet, very aromatic, yes. very flavorful. And that's what's going on. And I yeah. always tell people, look, every... Every tobacco has different characteristics. Like if you take Connecticut, it doesn't matter if it's Connecticut, USA, or Connecticut, Ecuador. It's always going to have a, a little bit of that twang and a little yep. bit of bitterness. If you take Cameroon, grown in Cameroon, characteristics of it, it's going to be spicy and it's going to be sweet. Now, you take Cameroon grown in Ecuador, it's going to be earthy. It's going to be uh, spicy. It's not going to have the... Uh, the sweetness of that. The problem that happens with that, and you listen, you, are you already committed on, on your Maduro exactly how it's going to be blended? Or yep, you're done? Yep. You're done. It's, yeah. I hope you didn't overpower the strength in it so that we can't taste the sweetness of the Maduro. You know better than that, right? Totally. That is what a lot of manufacturers do, and that has prejudged the people into saying, oh, it's full-bodied because it's dark, because a lot of manufacturers ended up doing it. I think it was the ruination of Cameroon when everybody started putting two full-bodied blends in Cameroon and missed that sweetness of Cameroon went away. It was there. The, the cost, Cameroon, big money, right? Oh, $60, $70 a pound. Okay, so wow. big money for it. And then it's wasted by people putting... Lots of Lajero into that blend, and now you can't taste it. You might as well put a different wrapper on it and save a lot of money if you're going to do it. You've got to mellow the, the blend out in order to have the sweetness on it. But listen, you're the blender, but it's, it's always been my take of it when I get it. we got one more bill we got to pay here. We need to uh, take a peek into the aging room with our good friend, Old Fart Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes... Aging makes a great cigar even better, just like Aging Room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our Aging Room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, the family vacation involves packing light, short flights, and doggy daycare. In my day, when we traveled, we packed everything but the kitchen sink and the trailer and strapped the oversized dog carrier to the roof of the car. Nowadays, when a kid swallows anything, they are rushed to the hospital for immediate evaluation. In my day, if you happen to swallow a handful of Scrabble titles, your mom just waited to see if they passed on their own, because she was raising a man. Nowadays, everything comes with insurance in case of accidental damage. In my day, you fixed it with duct tape and glue, like the time my sister-in-law sat and broke my glasses. Actually, that time it was my fault, because in fairness, I should have taken them off first. We were uninsured men with oversized strap-ons whose crap sometimes spelled disaster. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some things are better aged some are not. Speaking of strapping on, does anybody know where I can get any used sex toys? That's old Five Freddy. Freddy. He's embarrassing. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're here with Jose Blanco. Thank you so much for, for joining us and uh, being on the show. It's and, always a pleasure. Yeah, fantastic. So where are you headed to? I'm doing an event with our friends uh, Eric at uh, Castro's Backroom. Castro's Backroom. We're doing a blending seminar there. Next week I'll be in... Uh, New Jersey doing a blending seminar. Then I have two with uh, two in Pennsylvania. Then I'm going to see our good friend, mutual friend Steve Castro. Oh, for, okay. For three events with uh, him, uh, he was he's been wanting uh, 
for a long Beautiful. time. He's got the... 11 stores, man. You're going to hit he... three different stores? Three different stores. He's a player. He is a player. I, I, I spent a couple of days with him. He's uh, good people. I got, a, I got a photo from the – I'm going to post okay. it one of these days. Beautiful. Uh, okay, uh, and then back to the DR and continue to go to DR, I'll be there for about 10 days, then I'm off to Colorado. Oh, my goodness. This guy's traveling. It's unbelievable. That's part of the business, though, right? Part yeah, of the business. You have to do it today. The uh, the uh, the consumers they want to see the face. They want to take a picture. They want to buy a box. There we go. They want to post it on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, that's what it is. All right, Jose Blanco, hottest working man in show business here. Next week we're back in the Seabrook store for the Avo uh, event here. It's going to be really spectacular. Come on by if you can. For Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morris, and Barry Stein, I'm David Garofalo. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing from the past five years, learn this. Whether you're smoking your Dram, Super Lajero, Senorio, Asylum TAA, or some random sample with no band on it, you have no idea what it is. That's me. Keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll see you guys next week right here on the United Cigar Radio Network. Take a trip into another world. CAO Colombia. The newest addition to CAO's World Blends is a delicious addition to the CAO collection. It's the first cigar to prominently feature Colombian tobacco and is a mild to medium-bodied blend boasting notes of toasted nuts sprinkled with briny nuances. Using a tobacco from the isolated mountainous region of Colombia, Aiku Mazinga Tobacco is a unique and rare find that provides a smoking experience you won't forget. For a savory smoke that takes you to another world, visit CAO Columbia. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie